The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Hello, church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. And I, I just, I'm just feeling an urge to say, Holy Spirit, please. Fill this studio, fill these airways, take hold of the airways from the prince of the air yes, and the Lord. darkness and let, let's cut through it like a knife yes. and let's, let's bring transformation of our thinking mm. and our feelings and our attitudes. My name is Jim Moore. I work with the R3 Collaborative, helping people coming out of addiction mm-hmm. and coming out of prison and my partner, yes. Pastor Dwight Anderson. Yes, I'm the director of a prison mission association and uh, we're excited to be involved in this and uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, I'll be at uh, at Red Wing, September twentieth, oh, right. and um, we're excited about. I think it's next week. We're at the State Fair. I think. Yeah, live. we're going to be doing uh, a couple of live shows yeah. at the State Fair. So, so y'all come out. Yeah, and need... and look for the Salem Media AM nine eighty the Mission booth and just come up and say That'd hi and and yeah. laugh at us and That'd you know and we'll yeah. we'll have a great time and you can. You can meet uh, some of our guests. It'll be I'll there. have some giveaways, too. I'm going to bring some books. Oh, wonderful. So we're going to do some giveaways. Wonderful. So make sure you come out to the state. Great. So stay tuned. We'll be talking about that each yeah. week. And and so uh, we have, we're actually addressing today, Pastor Dryden, we've talked about this, what continuously comes up of all the things people need coming out of treatment and out of prison, a go-to person. Mm-hmm. Now, we hear sponsor through the AA, the Alcoholics Anonymous right. tradition. We hear mentor. We hear Christian mentor. mentor. Well, we got a warrior on our hands today. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jim Hale is the founder of Mentor Corps and has been working for years in raising up and equipping Christian mentors uh, to be battle ready and to move forward. And so Jim's going to talk about Mentor Corps and all the things he's learned. I'd, I'll kick it off, Jim, with maybe start by quoting your website, mentorcore.org. Dot, dot or dot .com? Dot .org. Mentorcore, C-O-R-P-S. The, the Mentor The Mentorcore. .org. We fumble here, but, That's right. but we get back up stronger. That's right. Get up. But here's, let me give you a quote when I was going through the website. Uh, and here's, here's Jim's words when he started this work, or a few years after starting it. In 2007, I interviewed leaders from more than 30 faith-based agencies providing services to men and women coming out of addictions and incarceration. Although these programs are built on the foundation of spiritual renewal, moral breakdowns and high recidivisms, that's going back to prison, Mm -hmm. and relapse rates are prevalent, something is clearly wrong. It saddened me to see a great investment in people's lives resulting in a return to bondage. One need these leaders continually expressed was mentors. Mm -hmm. So God bless you, Jim Hale, the founder of Mentor Corps, and for the work you've been doing over these years, and I've come across you in R3, at the Salvation Army, at Teen Challenge. I've been on a battlefield, you, man. You've been on yeah. the battlefield. It so battle. so welcome. Thank you for coming and talking to us about mentoring and sharing the resources you have. So, so help our audience understand a little bit, Jim. Kind of your story, 
your faith journey, sure. what led you to doing this kind of work, and then we'll roll up our sleeves a little bit and talk about the tool chest you have. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, thanks, Jim and Dwight, Absolutely. for the joy of being here on the air. I can preach and teach to my grandkids. They actually might be listening to yeah. something. Yeah, so good. anyway, there you go. but good. now I understand why at 12 years old, the Lord Jesus drew me uh, at camp to follow him. I know it was his work. And over the years, at 73 years old, and right now I can look back, uh, Jim, and tell you what it was about. It was about helping me as a regular guy learn to be a disciple. And the Matthew 28 verse is what stirred me uh, in the last 25 years to become a life coach as a Christian man, mm-hmm. to become a licensed and ordained pastor as a Christian man. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a man. Mm-hmm. And I, I unfortunately have fallen down in the stream over rocks and got myself caught up in a bunch of stuff. But over the years, the Lord Jesus Christ has drawn me to understand what it is about going and make disciples. Yes, we like that part of the verse. But then it says, go and teach them yeah. to obey mm-hmm. my commands. So not just make disciples, no, but to teach them. Yeah, and that came to me strongly in about 2005 and six as I was uh, beginning a ministry called Stream of Life Ministries. I love fly fishing in a stream, oh, yeah. and, and I took men and young men mm. out, and, and we, we learned fly fishing, but also about the emerging of a godly man in this world, like emerging in the stream. And so what happened then is meeting some really wonderful men in town, as you know, Ken Ealing. And, oh, absolutely. And, uh, My heroes. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and many others who at the time were beginning this Christian collaborative, and uh, also, I was invited to go to Lionel Lake's prison, and it was just a kind of turning point again where I was continuing my business career as a life coach and doing things, but the Lord was again drawing me and stirring me to understand what the issues might be in my own life about applying, becoming a dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been married 51 years, same wife, um, six grandkids, three daughters. Oh, God, All of that journey was about applying great. what Jesus Christ was trying to help me to do, and I, I fought it, but... Uh, along the way, mm-hmm. got to a point then in 2007 when I was retained to, to really find out what is needed uh, in all of these various recovery ministries. And the word mentor kept coming up, coming up. And as I dug deeper, what I found out was that the mentor was getting beat up and, and led around and a lot of things. I'm being a little harsh, but there was a lot of good men and women hopefully trying to help somebody, but had no equipping. Yeah, not equipped. That's no, what I was no tools, no real understanding of what their role was. And uh, maybe they thought they were supposed to be a pal, a buddy, mm-hmm. a friend, which was certainly part of it. But it came to me then through a wonderful man, Al Kui, who I met at Lion Lake's former prison. Former governor. Former yeah, governor, and he became governor. my mentor for years then. And he said, Jimmy, you get it. It's about the mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if we have a man who is a disciple, accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, whatever age that is, has grown and abided and learned to be part of the discipleship model that the Bible teaches, not just me. And uh, I had many of these occasions where where men would say to me, "Uh, Jim, I want to be a mentor, but I've never had a DWI, never been to jail or prison, Ah, never divorced my wife, Mm -hmm. never had a parking ticket, I just got, you know, three kids and a dog and payments and, and some problems and, and work and stuff, but I'm just a regular. Awesome. Yeah. That's some okay. of the men that I've seen over the last few years have never seen one of those, never been around one mm-hmm. of those. 
So what came to me... So you don't have to have been in prison or incarcerated to be a mentor. Oh, no. In fact, someone with that life experience... Good role model. Yeah. 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 So that's what came to me. So in talking with all these ministries, and then I was uh, fortunate enough to have Ken and many of these men help me form... Uh, and Jay Bennett, another wonderful man yeah. in the community. I know formed, all those folks. Formed, because the yeah. Christian Collaborative has That's now it. more, is what became the R3 Collaborative. And what, right. and what were they doing? Helping yeah. engage and mm-hmm. ignite a movement of mentoring Absolutely. that had not been done before. And I was just blessed to have been tooled and equipped myself to be ready mm. for that. Yeah. And took that upon, and we formed Mentor Corps, 501c3, and for the last many years then, uh, have been engaged in the mission of recruiting a profile of a man or woman, Christian man or woman, who would want to be a mentor and then help uh, train them with some tools that helps guide a mentee who could be or probably is a man who uh, may or may not have accepted Christ, but that, that certainly would, I'll talk more about that. Yeah. But the mentor with some tools to help that person with life skills and then there's some actual equipping with some workshops and coaching and things that, that I do and some of the men on my board we did to help various agencies and other uh, folks who wanted to set up a mentor team. So it became a battle unit. Wow. And then once we understood what the mentor could do, could be, the mentor started feeling emboldened, started feeling yeah. uh, confident. Right. And for, for me, I'll say this because everyone in town knows it and everybody around the whole country that I've talked to. The, the man with the Holy Spirit abiding in him and the man abiding in the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. can do all kinds of things. Amen. Oh, amen. And, can, amen. and then if the mentee, who quite frankly in all of the mentor core programs over the years, most of them we, re- we recruit someone who has accepted Christ yesterday or 30 years ago or whenever, mm-hmm. because now the Holy Spirit together the, between the right. mentor and mentee, what do you think could happen? Right. Wow. And deliverance is the power of Jesus Christ through his disciples, workers, counselors, doctors, mm-hmm. all kinds of ways, but it is the power. Wow. And it, it may not happen in a day. It may take years or months, but if that's there, then there's a confidence and a trust level that the mentees that I've seen, and I wish I could tell you there's thousands. I have not seen thousands yet, hmm. but many who changed their life. Amen. And that became the common theme for MentorCore then, which was transformation versus just transitions. Amen. Powerful. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. And we're talking with Jim Hale, who's the founder and director of MentorCore. And Jim, maybe tell us a little bit about MentorCore and how people might be able to get involved. Maybe someone listening wants to be a a mentor or maybe they... They're a mentee and want to have a mentor. Or an organization that wants to use your curriculum. Right. Yeah, I, Tell I, us how I thank can. you for that because at this point, uh, we've got many years and probably over, well, over a dozen or more agencies and ministries in town. I can give you names, but I won't right now, but if someone wants no, to. No, I've been, to, I was a Teen Challenge. Well, I was going to say Teen us. Challenge invested in many of the mentor core, all the materials yeah. that I've written, and that's one of my gifting as administration. Yeah. And we have a whole curriculum uh, a, a mentor toolkit that has all kinds of tools and training and equipping that's available to anyone if they want to go to our website, uh, thementorcore.org. And uh, so there's many agencies in town who bring me in. They've selected, they've recruited mentees, uh, excuse me, mentors, first of all, who fit the profile for their agency. 
they are trained. Each one has their personal toolkit. And then I do some coaching, and then they are assigned a mentee. And the mentees, again, are recruited maybe through their own church community. Or, again, the first place that we started way back when was the Salvation Army Adult Rehab Center. And we Mm. had a program that was, there weren't any models like that at that time. That's many years ago, Mm. uh, which was, we called a discipleship battle unit. Hmm. And again, on our website, you'll read all about the, the, the joy of uh, some, some victories. And we'll tell the truth about some, some difficult times and some God failures. Bless you. we got to keep it real. Yep. Yeah. It's a spiritual yeah. So the, the website yeah. is very helpful to see all the tools available. I'm available and, uh, or not. And again, I think everything right up front is Christian-based or there's many secular organizations who have purchased some of my curriculum, and that's just fine. I yep. think it's very helpful. Yep, so just let me know if I can help. Excellent. Excellent. And again, I was with Teen Challenge, managing the mentoring program. We use your materials. And I just want to reinforce a lot of what you said, because I know you're listening out there, Jesus, as well Mm -hmm. as the church. And you may be thinking, oh, I don't have an addiction. Can I help? Most of the mentors at Teen Challenge don't have an addiction history. They're Christian mentors and role models. And folks, if you don't feel equipped there's people like Jim Hale and MentorCore. And mm-hmm. at these organizations, Junior Gospel Mission, Salvation Army Teen Challenge, will train and equip you. Uh, we do love stories here. Yeah. Can, yes. And I know there's ups and downs, but can you tell us a transformational story, maybe, Jim, about someone who either as a mentor was transformed through MentorCore or as a mentee? Well, I'll give you two things quick. One is my best buddy, Bob, and... Um, Best buddy Bob. Best buddy Bob, Christian man, <laughs> wonderful guy. His uh, married his daughter, uh, all of that, and he became on my board and he became a mentor for the first time quite a few years ago. This is way back when we first started, probably two thousand seven and eight, okay. mm-hmm. in a program with the Salvation Army Adult Rehab Center. Mm-hmm. We called that our base camp, and first things first, Bob was trained and coached by me. Used all the tools, whatever it is. If he was sitting right now, he'd tell you how it changed his life. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, a calling is to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. The sanctification process with the Holy Spirit and our cooperation is awesome. So Mm -hmm. it was just a joy for me to see him grow as a man, as a dad, now a grandpa. Secondly, we had nine men we recruited at the Salvation Army at that time. We watched them, recruited them. We had friends that had a home, a big home, that would house all of them. We had a, a McDonald's owner that had three McDonald's. He hired each one of them. Now, just think about this. These are 40, 45-year-old men going through this. We picked them out of there, mm. put them in a discipleship battle unit. They got the housing. Mm-hmm. We got the job. A package deal. And then we had a big major donor in town to put funding, and we wow. helped give each man a stipend each month to pay some of his transportation or wow. buy a bike or whatever it took. Awesome. Uh, the Salvation Army took this plan to Chicago and throughout the country. And, and uh, what I'm saying as far as the plan and the program was awesome. Some men. Mm-hmm. A half a dozen of them, not yeah. 50, not 100. I'm telling you the truth. No, we got to take it. These yeah. guys Make it went to McDonald's and worked, put the cap on. Three yeah. of them were picked for supervisors hmm. a year later. Two of them went to McDonald's uh, uh, university? Academy, University. Yeah. I mean, wow. you th- so And these were men these, that were in the Adult Rehabilitation Center at the Salvation Army, and this was part of their recovery well, transition? Yeah, we picked them. They probably had been there three, four times. See, that's mm-hmm. the problem with yeah, this addiction go. issues, and many people smarter than me are going to deal with it in the sadness of transition, in and out of treatment 10 times, right. in and out of jail and incarceration nine times. Right. I wish I could understand it. I don't understand it all, 
but I'm learning. And you're and committed I, to breaking the cycle. To, to, right. to deliverance somehow Amen. with Jesus Christ being the power. power if we can gospel. help, if we yeah. can bring some tools, yeah. hallelujah. Amen. Well, we Amen. still have a few minutes okay. left. Talk, can you talk to us about the tools? Give us some examples. Sure. And listen closely, folks, because you too can be equipped yeah. and serve. Absolutely. The, the toolkit starts out, again, with building a profile, a written profile for a mentor. And a mentor signs an agreement, if you will, yeah. to, to abide by the training he's going to get. And then that training includes uh, wow. uh, weekly activity reports that a mentee fills out. You say, Jim, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. You don't just meet and go to the ball game. You talk about what, what, what's going to happen this week with your checking account. What's going to happen with that letter you need to write to your daughter you haven't talked to for the How are you going to see the eye doctor? By the way, we had a dentist and doctors paying mm-hmm. for men in our programs if they met certain wow. standards of, of change and transition. Hmm. So there's some boldness. Yeah, it's kind of a, you know, there's some That's dis- that quite darn frankly what word. I appreciate, because I do appreciate <laughs> yeah. Christian friendships programs. And Absolutely. folks out there, there's a lot of opportunities to have coffee, talk, Absolutely. encourage. But there are different levels of mentoring and accountability. If you want, yeah, yeah, accountability. Yeah. And you can, you can get deeply involved. Right. In well, thank right. you for that, because we've talked about that, Jim, you know, for years, again, uh, please know everyone. I re- highly respect anyone who's even trying to help disciple yeah. and help someone grow. Right. However, just like in the military, and I'm just an old military guy, uh, the Rangers are different. The Rangers go into yeah. some tough duty, and the mentor and mentor corps have some joyful times, but some tough duty when you have to say no. You move in with her, and you start doing that, we're done. Yeah. And we've had some of those discussions, and there's been some tough times. And so there's probably a certain readiness on, on yes, the side of word. the mentee. Good so word. In, mm-hmm. in like so many things, it's not right. one size fits all. No, right. So no, for right. mentors, you got to find the right yep. fit. Right. And we got to make sure we get you a mentee yep. that has an equal level of commitment, right, to right. match and mix, right. match yeah. you with. Uh, Al Quee taught me the first week. He said, Jim, the first thing you look for is willingness yeah. and mm-hmm. gratefulness. To be mm-hmm. to try to change, and once you find that, you got a chance. Wow. So you're right. I, I want everyone to understand that I certainly am not Mister Fix It, but I feel the joy of the Lord working through me to say there is a way to help everyone come together with some common tools and equipping uh, in the kingdom. Wow! And uh, we've got some good stories, but oh. I'll tell you what, um, the the joy for me personally to see the mentors in my on my board, my friends now in the community, in my church, them grow as the kind of men that. Uh, I believe the Lord well, saying, well done. I, well, you know, I like it. I've known you for a while, and I've told you this before, but just just, just here and the, with the Lord and the audience listening in, God bless you. I love you, you, Jim. Yeah, you, you are one of my heroes, <laughs> and you are persistent and mm-hmm. solid. And so for not only potential mentors listening, I know we got the ears of some pastors. Yes. Uh, yes. Some people who have treatment programs, or as you said, agencies. Yep. So mm-hmm. org. Check into it, folks, because it may be to equip you to mentor, but you may have an agency going, hey, we need a battle-ready tool chest to prepare the mentors we have. Again, Union Gospel Mission, Teen Challenge, or pastor, in your church, raise up a mentor core. Well, I've done that with many around the t- uh, cities, and I'd be more than happy to share names. One, I know Dave Hibison, you know Pastor Dave. Yeah, Creation been on the Christ radio. brought me in. We trained yeah. their whole, their whole uh, board. We trained, all got their toolkits. We, we, oh, they God have the home. You. He's got a discipleship battle unit. I've got 
He does Many others indeed. We, I'd yeah. tell, talk to pastors about. And the point is, you can call me if you want. I'm going to give you my cell number. Wow. And I don't have a problem saying no or okay. yes, but here's <laughs> the number. 612-963-0820. That's me, Jim Hale. One more time. 612-963-0820. Oh, God bless you. So, folks, if you if you just tuned in towards the end of the show, this is Prison Transformation mm-hmm. Radio, and we have been talking with Jim Hale, the founder of MentorCore, about tools and tool chests available to equip you. So if you missed any part of the show, am980themission.com. Go to the podcast page, and you can you can listen to the complete show and get and get the information. But again, land on this thementorcore.org or Google MentorCore. The, the, the Lord will lead you to the right place, <laughs> and you can get more information. So, right, right. Pastor Dwight, yes, boy, this is a whirlwind. Yes, this is great yes. stuff, huh? Let me read a verse just to finish up. Second Timothy two two. Mm. Paul says, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable men who will be qualified to teach others. So Paul was telling that to Timothy, mm. and that's important of, of, of passing this on. And I think mm. this mentorship is just is just incredible. So, and we've got next week, we're going to be at the State Fair. So yeah. if you're listening, be sure to come out to the State Fair. And um, yeah, it's 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 been great to have Jim here. And it is a spiritual battle. The other week we had a, a show about spiritual battle and the spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is, a, this is a toolkit for us to enable and equip the army of God. And uh, if you're out there listening and you're a pastor or a teacher or a missionary, you know, contact Jim and get this, get this toolkit and help equip your, your team for yeah. battle. And you can also, with uh, Jim's work with MentorCorps and other mentoring resources, if you go to r3collaborative.org, mm-hmm. you'll find Jim under Jim's MentorCorps uh-huh. under the mentor page. But then right with that, you'll find 10 different organizations that are that use MentorCorps but are seeking mentors. Yes. So we're, we're, just trying to, we're just trying to put it in front of you. Right. Pay attention to the Lord nudging you because yep. that's yep. where the... The mentors seem to come forward, Pastor Dwight and Jim, okay. when the Lord, because they would say it to me in Teen Challenge, he nudged me. Yeah. I'm listening <laughs> to the Teen Challenge <laughs> choir in church. He nudged me oh, yeah. a right. year ago. And then the choir came back and I said, uh, oh, I got to do something now. So right. at, at your time, folks, but yeah, please, right. please check out the mentor core. Well, and I think that's a good thing is that nudging from the Holy Spirit, Amen. that mm-hmm. convicting power. Yep. But I'll tell you, there's a lot of people get nudged to, to do this and do that. And then you just sit back and say, well, no, I'm not, I'm too old or I'm too young or yeah. I don't have money yet or I don't have the right kind of job. No, now, right yeah, now. Right. And I think that's the right. joy of the Lord is possible through this kind of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Take action, yeah. folks. All right. So uh, let's, let's honor the Lord and come to him in prayer. So before uh, we want you to close us out in prayer, sure. Jim, but are there any other thoughts that, that you want to share for us before you, you take us to the Lord in prayer? No, I think just again, to commend you men mm-hmm. on what you're doing, oh, taking you. action to, to say it, preach it, teach it. And the words mean a lot. And I really respect you men and yeah. thank you for what you're doing. And I just hope people listen yes. and then also I do. Apply Jump it. in. I wait, wait the stream. That's right. <laughs> so, holy warrior of God, yeah. please close us in prayer. All right. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your sovereign lordship and that overall 
ability that you have to guide us if we listen, guide us if we try to follow you. So lift up your saints, O dear Lord, and help us to serve and glorify you. I love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Jim. Uh, Thank thank you, Pastor Dwight. Yes. And thank you, AM980, The Mission. So again, for this or any other program, please go to the podcast page. We have, I don't know if I mentioned earlier in the show, but we're approaching 50 shows now. And our first year of of doing Prison Transformation Radio. And and our intention, folks, is to you, the audience, uh, God bless you, Pastor. God bless bless you, the Holy Church of God. Mm -hmm. Um, Seek out opportunities to serve. See you all next week at the State Fair. There you go.